0: Welcome back to the Brawn Body Podcast. In this episode, I'm excited to welcome on Diana Giacobbi. She's an RN and a CPT, and she's going to be discussing her life as a nurse how fitness and nursing kind of blend with one another, why health and fitness is essential for overall medical well being, and how fitness plays a role in the future of healthcare. Diana is a registered nurse and a certified personal trainer. She attended Widener University's nursing school in undergrad and she started working at a children's hospital uh, shortly after attaining her license. She's working full-time while running an online personal training business, and she works with people to help them learn and train and just overall encourage them to become the best versions of themselves that they can be physically, mentally, all the different things. So she also likes to focus on Uh, helping people feel confident and learn to live that healthy lifestyle kind of like we just talked about so for more on diana go over to instagram and type in diana marie fit with an underscore at the end her profile will pop up and you should definitely hit a follow and you should probably throw some likes on her stuff too because she posts some really cool things and they're very clear transparent And it's not really sugar-coated or cookie cutter. It's exactly what you'd expect when you walk in the gym. So with that, Diana, welcome to the show. Excited to have you.
1: Hi, I'm excited to be here.
0: (laughs) So today we're kind of talking about that kind of backstory that you have, that kind of, for lack of a better way to put it, badassery and savageness that you carry about yourself. You're a nurse. That's really freaking hard. The schooling you have to go through is insane. And now take the fact that you work full time as a nurse and throw in the fact that you keep yourself healthy and fit and active despite a crazy schedule and you're starting a business on top of all that. That is wild. How have you gone about doing that?
1: Um, it's definitely a lot of scheduling and organizing myself. Um, thankfully I am like very organized. I'm a very organized individual. I keep multiple. Oh my gosh. I can't even keep count. I have a calendar. I have one in my phone. I have one on my desktop. I have one everywhere and like an agenda. And I kind of just make sure that I'm scheduling out, you know, my workouts when I'm working, um, when I'm checking in with clients and reaching out to new clients, um, what what I'm doing in the gym, what, what, what I'm focusing on working out on that day and just things like that. Um, that's a big part of, you know, my organization is a big part of how I get things done and keep myself motivated and keep going.
0: Right, for sure. So it sounds like you're definitely the kind of person that plans everything really well. Um, that's the kind of person I should definitely hang out more with because <laughs> um, I am not overly organized, believe it or not. Um, I pull up my web browser and it gives people so much anxiety because i have about 40 tabs open right now oh, no. <laughs> um yeah so i am very unorganized so maybe i need to start taking lessons from you or something uh, <laughs> what kind of organizational tips have you found work best for you what's kind of your schemes so to
1: um like i said just kind of i have my calendar in my room that i write everything out on and then i also have my phone and my reminders um i have my important things pop up like you know you know, monthly car loans and like things like that, that I can organize, um, that have like a timely schedule. Um, and then just my Google calendar, I keep track of, and, you know, I like writing a lot of things down too. So, yeah, um, sure. you know, I just suggest everybody does keep at least one or two different types of like an agenda, uh, one that you can typically write on with your pen and paper and one that maybe you can like see right on your phone.
0: Right. For sure. Um, how did you kind of get into keeping yourself organized? Like where did you start with that whole process? Oh
1: my gosh, that can literally start all the way back from like grade school with my mom <laughs> kind of drilling that into my head. Um, you know, always making sure I got my things done on time and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that kind of, you know, turned turned into what I do now. Um, and just how I, how I keep track of things now.
0: For sure. So I'll also admit that, uh, I, when things don't go according to plan, I don't always hold myself together the best. And some people listening know that very well. So Mm -hmm. when it comes to all this organization and planning and stuff, what happens for you when things don't go according to plan or things start to change and shift and move around?
1: Mm -hmm. I definitely had a huge problem with that in high school, actually. Um, and that's where unfortunately kind of my, my, uh, Prior eating disorder came from that—that that was something I can control. Um, with all the hectic, hectic things going around in my life, applying to colleges, like all that, worrying about grades, um, that was something I can control. So, um, when things like that happen, and I, you know, get off track, and you know, things don't fit into my schedule, I do get very anxious. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I just make sure to kind of go back and take a breath and take some time to myself, take a 10 second breather and, you know, know that I am still getting things done. Like things there's, there's another day tomorrow to get things done. Um, as long as I'm getting, you know, the, the very important things done, I'm comfortable.
0: What have you found that you can do to kind of reduce your stress levels quickly? Are you able to journal or breathe or meditate or what is your kind of tactic for that?
1: I wish I could meditate better. Um, but I do breathe. Like, even when I'm at work, I know I have people that, you know, you go on interviews and people are, you know, hospitals are like, how do you like calm yourself down when you're in a stressful situation? And my first answer is always like going to the bathroom and breathing. Like, (laughs) Mm -hmm. um, even though, even though, you know, healthcare workers say they don't have time and everything to even go to the bathroom, which sometimes I don't, when I find the time I go, I find my own time and I breathe for 10 seconds and that's all I need. Um, And then, yeah, at the end of the day, I always suggest journaling and just kind of, I mean, writing down anything, writing what you're thinking about, what went good that day, what went bad, all
0: that. For sure. Now, amidst all of this, you've got the organization down, you've got the stress management down, it sounds like life is good, but what was it like being a nurse during the pandemic and with COVID and all these different things kind of thrown at you?
1: Oh my gosh. Well, I was really not not as thrown into it as the newer nurses now, but I'm, I'm still quite new. Um, I graduated in 2019. So I started November in my career and just like, you know, a few months later, COVID hit. Mm-hmm. Um, so right away, it was just like, you know, masks, universal masking. That was a change, of course. Um, the visitor restrictions in the hospital, that was a definitely a stressor um, to our patients. Um And then other than that, like the staffing ratios, definitely like people being moved all over the place. We had low census at first and then census went up and things were just kind of all over the place. So really like what I've learned most was kind of leaning on each other, um, leaning on your support system Mm -hmm. and having that support system that is healthcare focused. And then also not healthcare focused because you want people that relate to you. And then you kind of want people that take your mind off it completely, you know?
0: Yeah. For sure. And I mean, to add to that, you've got this added stress level of all of a sudden uh, what I would call the PubMed Rangers or the Facebook Karens come out and Mm -hmm. everyone has an opinion and everyone has a fact to back it up.
1: You can't really
0: make heads or tails of anything that's going on. And it gets wild and it gets confusing. And someone will say, well, the CDC said this and the World Health Organization said that and they don't match Mm -hmm. and they don't line up. So what do we do? And you know someone mm-hmm. will pick one path and you know no one's ever going to be happy amidst all that so you have all this kind of conflict and um it kind of sprinkles over into other areas of life i think yeah. anyways is you know you've got those support systems sometimes those support systems kind of get lost in those weeds so to speak and mm-hmm. things change and it can be kind of hard to adapt to that um so with that too there's been a lot of focus on Uh, what I would call like the healthcare heroes movement, which personally I'm all for you guys bust your butts, you do a lot. But I want to ask you, is that something that you are like, I'm so glad they're doing this? Or is it something that you're kind of like, all right, I don't know how to feel about this. Like, just let me do my job. Like, how do you take it as someone who's in this every single day? Is this good? Or is it like too much? Or is it not enough?
1: I feel like it's kind of, it's kind of all over the place because, (laughs) I mean, I personally appreciate, like, I mean, we had, we had planes flying, you know, saying thank you in the sky to healthcare heroes. We had people outside, you know, saying thank you to us and everything. And like, I appreciate that. And I think everybody does. Um, But I think a lot of people also did get mad, healthcare workers in general, all over, got mad, you know, that with the staffing ratios with the the increased work hours like there was just a lot of stress and i think a lot of us too were like like okay this is all we're getting like we're just <laughs> getting like pizza and like you know stuff like that um so it's kind of both ways but i personally like the you know the appreciation that everybody you know is appreciative of what we're doing
0: right yeah for sure. And I think that's kind of where it starts, right? Is Mm -hmm. people have to recognize, holy cow, these people are doing some amazing stuff. I could never Mm -hmm. do it. And, you know, I say that about myself with nurses all the time. Like people say like, oh, you're a physical therapist. You're in the medical profession. I'm like, there's PT exercise and popping joints and that sort of thing. And then there's nursing. And (laughs) what you do is on another level. Um, (laughs) There's some things that you do that I could not do. Um, and I think people can kind of take their imagination and figure out what those things are. So well,
1: I wasn't even on the like actual COVID unit. I floated there a few times. Yeah. Um, and thankfully my hospital, you know, it being kids, like didn't really have a lot of COVID cases. Yeah. Um, but I couldn't imagine, I mean, just the few times that I went up to the COVID unit, it's so crazy up there. Mm-hmm. And like, I couldn't imagine the people that were actually every, their whole unit was changed to a COVID unit. And like, that's all they were caring for, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I, I couldn't imagine that as those nurses.
0: For sure. And, you know, the one thing that really sticks out to me about you is through all of that, like through all the craziness and all the, you know, wild stuff that happened with the pandemic and just the last year, year and a half in general, like you seem to have stayed positive throughout it. You've moved your life in the direction you wanted. You really grabbed the bull by the horns. You got your CPT, you got your business up and running, like you're getting everything you want in motion uh you really kind of took i I said it before you grabbed the bull by the horns and steered it in the direction you wanted uh is there anything other than like organizational skills and your ability to kind of calm yourself and stay focused that has really helped you do that or any advice you would give to other people who just kind of feel lost or stuck in life and really want to get some sense of direction back
1: my top advice would be surrounding yourself with the people with the like-minded, um, you know, your like-minded attitude um, and your your same goals in mind. I know I've met so, so many girls, men, like everybody that has have the same like mindset as me. And when it comes to like fitness in the gym and just like the dedication to what we're doing,
0: mm-hmm. that
1: like that really drives me. And like seeing people, that are like that with that same, you know, you know, you're with your people kind of. For sure. Um, And then, like I said, also having, it's the same thing with the healthcare thing, you know, having the people in your same field and then having somebody that's not so that you can vent to them as well about like things that are going on.
0: Yeah, for sure. And Mm -hmm. with that too, we talked a little bit before we started here about the importance of just doing one thing, right? Start with one thing and slowly progress and snowball from there. Um, One of my favorite individuals to listen to and read her, uh, books and stuff like that is, uh, Gabby Bernstein. Uh, some people have heard of her before, but she's so big on this concept that like, you just got to do one thing, start small. That might be getting a glass of water and mm-hmm. drinking it. If you don't drink enough water, that might be taking a hundred more steps than you did the last day. Like start with something, just put yourself in motion. Um, I think something in physics, like, uh, newton's law or einstein's law or something says like if you put yourself in motion a body in motion stays in motion or something like that and Mm -hmm. i think that carries over to people and what we do every day
1: yeah i think people get really stressed out that they have to just start you know they have to either cut cold turkey something or just start something out of nowhere and it's like you don't have to you don't have to stress yourself out with all that just do one thing a day that you can improve your life upon
0: you know for sure that's all it takes so with that, Diane, do you have any extra advice that you want to share with anyone listening or any additional tips, tricks, or anything else you'd like to share? Um,
1: Get yourself a good support system. Get yourself <laughs> organized and, you know, have a good support system to, to, to have your back.
0: How do you recommend we go about building that support system?
1: think about the people that are in your life right now. Um, See like what, you know, how you are treating them. Are you treating them the same way that you want to be treated? I mean, the golden rule. Um, (laughs) And then like, are you being there for somebody the way you want to want them to be there for you? And then just build your support system like that. Don't keep random people around that are, uh, you know, just draining you.
0: For sure. No, I I always laugh because that is the most basic lesson. Everyone gets that in like Mm pre-K, kindergarten. And everyone forgets it every single time. So it's crazy how if you just do the simple things really well, everything kind of falls in order. And I'm sure you'll be hear, hearing a lot more about doing simple things really well for amazing results on our next episode with Diana coming to you on Wednesday. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss that. Until then, go over to Instagram. Make sure you follow Diana at Diana Marie Fit with an underscore at the end. Diana, thank you for joining us. It's been a real pleasure.
1: Thank you.